Amen. While we are still standing, why don't we take our Bibles to the book of Romans chapter 8. We read from verse 29 to verse 30. Today I'm speaking on Abide in Your Calling. This will be the second part to that. And uh, I think the, the first part I preached it two weeks ago. And let us read the scripture and then get seated. It says, and we know, okay, we can begin from 29. For whom he did for one know, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might, be he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. Abalumi esulayamunana orinyoruabili momuenda. Kubanga beyamanyeda erayabawulada. Okufana nyizibwa nengeri yomwana we. Aberenga omuberebelie mvoru ganda abanji. Era beya yaulida abo era yabaita. Era beya ita yabawa abo erobu tukirivu. Era beya wobu tukirivu yabawa abo era echitibwa. Amen. Mina msaburo kutulako. Mukama abawo mkisa. Um... I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I trust you are well. I'm happy to see those of you who have made it to the service tonight. And I pray that uh, the Lord will bless you uh, uh, through his word tonight. Amen. Is that amen? I'd like our minds to be fully focused on the word. You know, I don't always want to just talk. I want to speak to you. So, please give me your mind. Give me your heart. And then I will also yield myself and the Holy Spirit will use me to speak to you. So the scripture speaks of four, five things. The first thing is foreknowledge. Then the second is predestination. Then the third is calling. And the fourth is justification. And the fifth is to be glorified. Now, uh, in some of the services in the past, I did speak on these three of five. And how the prophet was saying that each of them leads to another. So, 
So I'm talking on abide in your calling tonight. But for, from what we have seen in the book of Romans, Apostle Paul writes to the Romans and tells them that for those people that God for a new, he also predestinated them. And those he predestinated, he also called them. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. So now you are not called unless you were predestinated and you are not predestinated unless you are foreknown. Whatever God predestinated, he already foreknew it in his mind before the foundation of the world. So we are here because we believe we are called. And the reason why we are called is because God predestinated us and the reason he predestinated us is because he foreknew us. We were in his mind before the foundation of the world. And if we are called, then we are justified. Hallelujah. Amen. And if we are justified, then we are going to be glorified. And we see that. Uh, in the message uh, Hebrews, the prophet asks a question, where was Jesus at? Where, where was Jesus slain at? At Calvary. Calvary. I ask you, where was he slain? Was it at Calvary? Calvary. Brother Okero, are we together? Are you together? Put your mind here. Where was Jesus slain at? Yes, At Calvary. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you, brother. But is he right? He says in the mind of God. But where was Jesus slain? Where did he die from? Yes, Where was it? Before the foundation of the world. Brother Tony, where was he slain at? Yes, At a cross. Brother Brilliant, where was he slain yes, at? At a cross. Brother Solomon, where? Suleiman is At a cross. Sister Juliet, where? At Calvary. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sister Mlonda, you also you have another answer? No. All right. Now, listen to me, church. All of you say the truth. But some of you say the deeper truth. Which I was looking for. And the prophet says, where was Jesus slain at? And he says, at Calvary? He says, no. Jesus was slain before the foundation of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Behold the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. Amen. God in the beginning, when he, was, he, saw, he saw the sin, 
he saw what was what had happened and he spoke the word now you get it do you remember when uh, when john saw jesus he said behold the lamb of god takes away the sins of the world hallelujah amen even before john had baptized jesus he had already proclaimed him as a lamb and when was the lamb slain in the book of revelation John saw when he had a voice and a voice told him that the lion of the tribe of Judas prevailed to take the book and to lose the seals thereof John turned to see the lion but ask you church what did he see he saw a lamb. And the Bible says, a lamb. This is Revelation 5. A lamb which was slain before the foundation of the world. Am I preaching to someone here tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. The lamb, when was the lamb slain? The lamb was not slain 2,000 years ago. The lamb was not slain when you sinned. The lamb was not slain when you asked for his grace and salvation. Amen. The lamb was slain in the mind of God. Before there was ever a sin. And he says, God in the beginning, he says, and Jesus was slain before the foundation of the world. And every person was, that was saved was saved. According to the Bible, when the Lamb was slain in the mind of God, he didn't get it. Did you get it? Hallelujah. Amen. When was I saved? I was saved when the lamb was slain. And when was the lamb slain? Before the foundation of the world. I am not saved because of my good work. I have nothing to do with it. Well, how do I know that I'm saved? Because I'm called. How do I know that I'm called? Because I was predestinated. How do I know that I was predestinated? Because I was in his mind. When he was slain at Calvary, before the foundation of the world, in the mind of God, that is where I was saved. Hallelujah. Amen. And he says, You were included in salvation then. Hallelujah. Amen. We ought to be shouting because of that. Let me tell you, church. If, if you need you are called, you can't hear these things and, and remain the same. It just makes your soul excited. You were included in salvation then. So what are you going to do about it? See, because of his foreknowledge, we are predestinated to receive this life. The devil could try, but he cannot stop it. 
the devil can try to stop you. I'm talking about you, the cold. But he can't stop you. The devil can try to stop me. But he cannot. Why? I'm not just here. I did not just come out of my tribe to believe. I am not here by mistake. I am from very far. I am from the mind of God. I am the mind of God expressed. I am the express image of the living God. The devil can try to stop me. But he cannot. And you know why he can't? Because I had my calling. You know. Even if you were foreknown, some of you will get some good revelation. So please be, be alert. Even if you were foreknown and predestinated, but if you are called and you don't answer, it is all nothing. So you see. That's why when we receive the call, we have to answer the calling. And when no no, we have to answer the calling. And when we receive, when we answer the calling, we have to abide in our calling. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. Here was a man. And his name was Judas Iscariot. He was among the ones who were called. Why? Because he was predestinated. Why? Because he was in the mind of God. Mm. Even when they went out chasing demons, this man came back. Oh, and together with all the others, oh, they were jumping. They said, Jesus, we are excited. Oh, mama, the demons go. And the mention of our sound. And, and Jesus said, do not rejoice because the demons have obeyed you. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, church, if, if we are ordained to this life and we are in his mind for a known and we are predestinated and we are called, the demons have to obey our voice. And Judas, he said, because of that, we are excited. And Judas said, don't be excited because of that. Be excited. Because your names are on the book. Hallelujah. But here is a man whose name was on the book. But this man went to hell. Why did he go to hell? He did not abide in his calling. 
Many believers they are called they are predestinated they are foreknown but they don't abide in their calling and when you don't abide in your calling there is no way you can make it and I said earlier the devil can try to stop you the devil has no power to stop you all hell has no power to stop you only you can stop you only you can stop it if you do not accept the sacrifice and you do not conform to his image. How many are being blessed tonight? Hallelujah. Listen very carefully. This, this is a, 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 a big revelation for me. Nothing can stop me. There is even a song which says, Hell as I shall not be moved. I shall not be. I shall not be moved. Just like a tree. That's planted by the wall. I shall not be moved. Amen. It doesn't matter how many demons are running after you. And by the way, if demons are not running after you, check yourself. Because if the devil is not fighting you, it means he has already won you. If the devil already disappeared from you, it means there is a problem. It means you are not his target. If you are not the target of the devil, it means you are the friend of the devil. But I am so glad tonight that I can say the devil is after me. The devil is fighting me. The devil is every side of me. Because he knows he is trying to fight a losing battle. And I know he is not going to win this battle. Because I am cold. I am abiding in this cold. Amen. I am not only cold, but I am predestinated. Not only predestinated, but I was in his mind. Before the foundation of the world. And now as we read it. The scripture says. He also to those that he foreknown. He also did predestinate. What did he predestinate them to? Listen. He pre those he also did predestinate. To be Conform to the image of his son. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory, glory, glory. He predestinated us. My good Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
help me to to to, to bring this out <inaudible> you to help me by saying amen <inaudible> so that i don't lose the inspiration Listen, <inaudible> he predestinated us <inaudible> the first thing he foreknew us <inaudible> how did he foreknow us <inaudible> We were in his mind. Amina. I was in his mind. And now I am manifesting. Hallelujah. After he foreknew you, he predestinated. Predestinate means to know the end from the beginning. Meaning, he knew that those that were in his mind will at some point in time be conformed to the image of his son. God knew one time Talema will be born. Henry will be born. You will be born. And when you come into this world, you will be like others. But because you were in his mind, the new time will come. And you will be conformed to his image. Why? Wachi. Because you were in his mind. Wende in the very beginning. What is the image of the son? The image of the son is the image of God himself. The character of God himself. You were born in a world where there is adultery, where there is fornication, where there is all sorts of immorality. But God knew there will be those that were in his mind. One day, when they come into this world, they will be born in the midst of all these things. They are born in sin. They are shaped in iniquity. They come to the world speaking like but they were predestined to be conformed to the image of the son of God. Let me tell you, I was predestined to be conformed to the image of Jesus Whether the devil likes it or not, I must manifest the image of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil can't stop it. Hell can't stop it. Amen. All the world can't stop it. It's only you who can stop it. But if you don't want to stop it, then the sky is the limit. Hallelujah. Amen. You are going to fly. Tell someone I'm going to fly. Tell someone I'm going to fly. 
Come on, tell someone I'm going to fly. Sir. I'm going to fly. I'm going to fly. I'm going to fly. I'm going to fly. Higher than sea. Higher than the world. Higher than the image of the world. Higher than all these things. heavy laden in me. I'm going to fly higher than Higher. Because I was predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son. Hallelujah. We are predestinated to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Isn't that wonderful? That we are supposed to be in his image. In Romans chapter 1, verse uh, chapter 12, verse 1. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And he says, be not conformed this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That ye may prove what is that good. And acceptable and perfect. And will of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Now here, Apostle Paul tells the Romans again. He says, my brothers, I am beseeching you. Please, please, by the masses of God, present your bodies. Present your bodies. A living sacrifice. We are not giving bullocks anymore. We are not giving sheep anymore. We are giving ourselves to him as a living sacrifice. A holy sacrifice. An acceptable sacrifice unto God. And he says that is our reasonable service. Don't you understand? That's why Apostle Paul says, Don't even eat with them. Conformed to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. 
So if you find one person claiming to be a believer, yet their body is not holy, yet they are not presenting themselves as a living sacrifice, they can't sacrifice their last. They can't sacrifice the things of the world for the sake of Jesus. Apostle Paul says, don't even company with them. Why? Why? Because if surely someone has decided to accept the calling and abide in their calling, they must conform to the image of the Son of God. If you come here in the church and you hear the word being preached to you, I don't care what you have been doing. I don't care whether you are a murderer or an adulterer or a witch doctor. I don't care what you have been doing. If you were in the mind of God, when you come out of the preaching of the word, you must be conformed to the image of the son those things must drop off why because there is a power in the world the power sets free the power that liberates that's the only way we can know the truth genuine believers he's left them sit under the world but let me tell you church what does the devil fight so much? In the church age book, the man says that the devil knows what is in this world. And he will try to make people not hear it. That's the only thing the devil can do. Is to make someone not hear the word. But let me tell you, church, I don't care what a level of sin someone is at. Bring them to the church. Compel them to come. Invite them to come. Let them come. If they were foreknown in the mind of God, they sit under the power of God. Unless they are serpent that word must conform them unto the image of Jesus. I am not what I used to be. Why? Because the word has been changing me. The word is changing me. The word has power. Power to change the sin. You are saying. But if you sit in the church. Every Sunday. Every Wednesday. Every Friday. One month. Two months. Three. Four. One year down the road. And you are continuing to sin. And you are not changing. There is a problem somewhere. Maybe if you are dodging services. That's why people who dodge services they are avoiding to be conformed. They are fearing to be changed. But let me tell you church if you are a true child of God just know 
Manya. Is the devil trying to take you away from fellowship? Because he knows Achimanyi. the moment you sit under that one, it is going to amen, change your life. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. That's why we should not do church. If you are dodging church, that's the devil. Making you to dodge fellowship. How many believe that? In the meetings of Brother Branham, he would say, when he's going to design people, the Spirit of God would be designing people tell them their sickness. And he told the people these sicknesses are demons. So if it's a the demon of cancer, it's on somebody when it knows they are going to call it out. Watch the way that person looks. With a lot of fear. Even to try and to run away. But then that very moment, the spirit of God, the faith in that person would rise up. And, the, and the, 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 the gift of God in the man of God would call out that demon. And the moment that happens, the person would be delivered. Right quick. What happened? The demon was exposed. When we come to church, the word exposes demons. And watch them leave the people. That's why some of them even scream. Fall down. When the demons are leaving. Why? Because of the power of the world. And that's why the devil doesn't want us to fellowship. Abide in your calling. And be not conformed to this world, but oh. be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That he may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect. Word. So we are conformed unto the image of the Son of God by being transformed. God wants to transform you. See. God has predestinated us to be conformed to his image. And this happens by a transformation. Amen. Amen. When you hear the word, you believe the word, you get baptized in water in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is the beginning of your transformation. You accept you a sinner. You accept your salvation. You accept you need to be transformed. Then you are baptized. And it must be in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ.
That's the true word. When you hear that and do it, then transformation begins. And then you continue coming in the fellowship. Hearing the word of God. The word of God begins to purify you. To wash you. To cleanse you. To make you worthy. A holy sacrifice. Unto the Lord. Our mind has to be renewed by the word. Some people, they are hard not to crack. You find a person believing something. Oh, he has grown in their culture believing something and holding on to it. And when the word of God comes, they don't accept the word to renew them. But let me tell you, if you want to go far with the Lord, you must yield. You must yield. You must sacrifice your desire. And you must allow the word of God to renew you, to transform you into another image other than the one you were born with. How many say amen to that? Our calling comes because of predestination. And in Romans 11.29 the scripture says for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. You see why we do not need to repent to be called. The people, the people, the people, the people, are without repentance. Are without, they come to you without repentance. If I was called, I was not called by God because I repented. I was called because I was predestined. I was predestinated because I was in his mind. Oh my, this ought to make somebody shout. You are called because you are predestinated. Not because you are Now, what is our calling? We are called to manifest the true character and nature of Christ. We are called to be the children of God. We are called to be different from the world. We are called to please the Lord. That is our calling. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
we are not cold because we are perfect. And actually we are cold because we were predestinated to be conformed to the image of Jesus. And our calling is to that manifestation. To be the children of God. To be different from the world. And that's my calling. That's our calling. And we must abide in our calling. Some people, they come to church. They confess. They start the journey. But they do not abide in their calling. How do you know you're not abiding in your calling? When you begin moving around, here and there, you forget what you're supposed to be. You forget you're supposed to be a child of God. You forget you're supposed to be different from the world. You forget you're supposed to be pleasing the Lord. You forget that you're supposed to manifest the nature and character of Christ. How do we forget? Hallelujah. When we see what others are doing around us. Everybody else has a girlfriend. Oh, I should also have one. You leave your calling. Everybody else is walking to Namgong. Oh, I should also Namgongo. You forget your calling. Everybody else is wearing a rosary. Everybody is being baptized in the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Oh, I should also. Oh, Where is the big church? Where is everybody going? Oh, I should also go there. After all, all the women these days they are wearing trousers. Oh, I should also. Everybody is putting on earrings. Oh, even me, I should put Everybody is painting like Jezebel. And they call that beauty. Oh, even me, I should go What is wrong? What is wrong to you, Christian? You are not abiding in your calling. We are supposed to abide in our calling. What is our calling? Our calling is to be the children of God. To be different from the world. To please the Lord to manifest the character of Christ. That is our true calling. And I charge all of you to abide in your calling. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us abide in our calling. Because we know who called us. He that called us is faithful. He wants to give us his nature. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you are a sinner, you have left your calling. You are supposed to abide in your calling. It's just like a woman who is married to a man. If they want the man to treat them like the other man is treating their woman. You are not abiding in your calling. You see, husband, 
Mwami. Why don't you do like Brother Luanga? Lwachi tokolango uruganda Luanga. Is Brother Luanga your husband? Luanga uko wafumbirwa. Is your husband abide where you are? Gwesigala je bakuwasiza. Why are you looking at other men? Lwachi olaba abasajja abalala. Hey, you, 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 you should also be like Brother Martin is It means that you, brother, you are not abiding in your court. God has called you to that one woman. Abide with her. Be contented. Hallelujah. Amen. If she's beautiful, that's good. If she's ugly, that's okay. Whatever she is, that's all right, my brother. Abide in your calling. Same to you, my sister. Hallelujah. Abide in your calling. Look here, look there, look there, look there. Some people they go, they come to a church. They begin looking at other churches and comparing. Ah, now in our church, uh, this will, if they were just doing it like this, like the other church. You are not abiding in your calling. Abide in your calling. That's what the prophet said. A believer. Who is a believer? One who uh, has a home church. Abide there. You your there. You, you attend all the services You support the cause there. You are a member of the body of Christ there. If you find someone here, they have a problem they can even never mature spiritually they are spiritual prostitutes you must abide somewhere in your calling there God wants to reward you there God wants to bring to bless you there God wants to even bring you into his nature if you don't like what I'm preaching is the truth anyway hallelujah amen First John chapter 3 verse 1 to 3 Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God <laughs> that the Father has done what? bestowed upon us we did not earn it he bestowed upon us. Why? Because of our calling. We are called to be sons of God. And he even says, Blessed is the man that God does not impute sin. Meaning, the man sinned. But God doesn't impute his Do you know why? Because if you abide in your call, there is something else that follows. It is called justification. Justification means you are guilty. 
But you have been cleaned, forgiven, washed, that your sin cannot be remembered anymore. It is as if you never done it in the first place. To them that he foreknew, them he also did predestinate to be conformed unto the image of his son. And to those that he did predestinate, them he also called. And them that he called, he also justified. And those that he justified, he also glorified. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. We are going to the rapture because we have been glorified. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we have been justified. Because we have been called. That is why we must abide in our calling. If you don't abide in your calling, you have broken the process. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that. When he shall appear. We shall be like him. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. For we shall see him as he is. And every man. And every woman, and everybody, every man that has this hope in him, purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Hallelujah. I am called because he was called. I am predestinated because he was predestinated. I am, I, I am, just, I am justified because he was. He, knew, he knows me because he knew him. Everything that Jesus was, he has powered in me. Hallelujah. Amen. I am now not only his bride, but I am also his brother. Jesus is not only my husband, he's also my brother. What does that mean? Everything he was, I am. When he comes, I will be like him. I am a son because he was a son. I am supposed to be conformed to the image of his son. Why? Because Jesus was the first and I come after him. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, Hallelujah. He came Thank unto John, John 1.11. He came unto his own. And his own received him not. But as, as men has received him. To them gave he power to be calm. To them he gave power to become one. The sons of God. Can you shout and say, I am a son of God? 
Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, Hallelujah. My, 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 my. Yes, sir. But as men has received him, but never they may give power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Even to them that abide in his in their calling. Which were no, born not of blood. Nor of the will of the flesh. Nor of the will of man. <laughs> but of God. This new path. Well, it was not because of your pastor. It was not because of your church. It was not because of your faith. This new birth. It was not because of the will of man. Or the will of the flesh. Or the will of man. It was the will of God. The same God who knew us. Is the one who predestined us. Is the one who has called us. He sends preachers who he uses to call us. But, but again, he says it is him doing it. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. But he a chosen generation. My, my, my. How many believe that? Oh, these things I'm reading here are powerful. If you receive it in a powerful way, it's going to change you in a powerful way. Receive it not as if I'm reading it for everybody. Receive it as if I'm reading it for you. He says you are a chosen generation. In fact, let me read it personally. And as I read it, also read it for yourself. I am a chosen generation. I am a royal priesthood. I am a holy nation. I am a peculiar people that I should show for the praises of him who has called me out Yoka. of darkness into his marvelous light which in times past I was not a people but now I am a people of God I have obtained mercy I had not obtained mercy but now I have obtained mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims. Abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. Having your conversation honest among the Gentiles. That whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, they will glorify God in the Lord. To them that he has called. To them that he has predestinated to be conformed unto the image of his son. He has also called. And he has justified. And he has glorified. Listen, church. If your life is a written epistle, read of all men, you will abstain from fleshly lusts. 
you will know you are a pilgrim and a stranger. Your conversation will be honest among the unbelievers. Even if they say that you are an evildoer, let them say, but by your good works, why do we do good works? Because we are abiding in our calling. It's your good works that prove you are abiding in your calling. They will behold and they will see glory and they will glorify God in the day of visitation. We are called according to his purpose. What is his purpose? Father Solomon. The purpose of God is to justify us. Is to glorify us. And that's why he says, for we know all things work together for good to them that are Love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. And I finish with this quote tonight. In a message, why little Bethlehem? He said, Oh, men of God, where is that sword? Our Lord desires a fresh drink. I, I don't care if it's life or death. Let us cut through this thing. It is so hard standing by yourself. I'm calling for men to stand by me. Stand with the word. What that word says. Do it just the way the word says. I don't care what anything else says. Say it that way. For that's the only thing that will cut. Let us, let's get to Bethlehem. The true water of God. If a, if a man abide in me and I in him, if he abide in me and my words in you, abiding. Not just jumping from place to place. Abiding. Abiding your calling. And I pause here to say this. We as a fellowship here. You see, the devil Satan. will look for many things. Very many things. Against everyone. But what do we have to do? We have to abide in our calling. Wives abide in your calling. Husbands abide in your calling. Ministers abide in your calling. And the whole church. If we can be a people of purpose. Let me tell you. A group or an individual with purpose. Cannot be defeated. If you send men to war. 
without purpose they will be defeated it's been almost two months or even more I don't know Russia fighting in Ukraine fighting is uh, Russia is many many times greater than Ukraine in military power but the Ukrainians have been fighting so great with so little that they have kept away a great great major power from taking over their country because they had purpose united under purpose we in this fellowship we can be united under the right purpose I assure you the sky will be the limit whatever we desire God will do it whatever we need God will do it. That applies to the fellowship. But that applies to also us as individuals. Let's not be here, there, here, there. Jumping from place to place. Swapping. Brother Banam says, swapping your fellowship card from one nation. You abide in me and he is the word the words abide in you don't be afraid of 800 or 8 million I stand by your side hallelujah Amen. God is going to have a people that will drink from that well if I had to be called a fool let me be called a fool. We here are going to abide. Hear the word. We are not going to change the word. For some special doctrines of men. We will preach the word. I've never been against the men in, the, in them organization. I'm against that system that's firing the word of God out. And he calls you. He calls us. He says, let us cut warriors. Stand by us. Let's go in that well. He is our Bethlehem. These old sisters, the World Council of Churches organizing now. Let us restore the fresh word of God, not a denomination. Let's not take a creed. That's old, stagnated systems that fell 40 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I want God's word as promised for today. That's the drink he wants me to have. This word today. It's a little Bethlehem. It's rejected. But it's the true word of God. 
God has sent a prophet in our generation with a message of restoration. And this message is God's word for today. Let us abide in it. Let's not look the left or the right. Let us be determined. You know, if we are people who are determined, we shall achieve anything we want to achieve. Even our individual lives. But you find people many times who are without purpose. How long shall we, you, continue like that? Find purpose. And fight with every last drop of your blood. You watch God fighting for you. God will be with you. God will strengthen you. If you say this message is truth, stand by it fully. Fellowship. Do the best you can. Read in prayer. Read the word. So God will stand by you. In your home. Do the same. The devil cannot defeat you. If you abide in your calling. Why do marriages break? Because these men and women don't, don't abide in their calling. Women want to assume men's responsibility. And, and men want to assume women's responsibility. But God wants you to abide in your calling. Whatever God has called you to do, do it the best way you can. And the best way you can abide in your calling is by living a life that's worthy of the gospel. May you stand on your feet. Lord Jesus, perhaps there's somebody here tonight that say I want to abide in my calling. I had left my place. I had lost vision. But I want to get back to the place. I Lord, you see those people here. And I pray that you will help them. Help them, Lord Jesus. Because when they abide in your calling, you will surely help them. Bless everyone tonight. Even as we will be 
go away from here to our home. We always abide in you. Let's just worship a little bit. To sing that chorus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Sing along with me. And then speak to the Lord for our home. giving up this and that and this and that. I want to surrender myself to you. Lord, I want to give myself to you. Lord, I want to abide in my calling. No matter what the devil wants, no matter where the devil wants me to go, I will not be moved. I shall not be moved. I don't accept to be moved. I will abide in my calling. Even when things are not easy, Lord, I will abide in my calling. Even when I'm feeling bad, I will abide in my calling. When I'm on the mountain or in the valley, I will abide in my calling. Because here that 
called us He gave the promise. And is faithful. To keep every promise he has made. Everyone call upon him. Call upon him. While he can be found. Call on him church. We're seeing you need to repent. You need to repent and let the word of God restore you back again into your calling. Hallelujah, Lord. Sin de 
Worship Jehovah, your Worship the one who has given you their sanity. Worship him is worthy. Worship him that has given you life. You would be dead by now. But his grace is
Alléluia, 
Thank you for your power, Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for calling us, Lord. You called us from the world. The world full of sin. And you called us from all that. Not because we were worthy. Not because we were better than the rest. But by your grace, Lord, you drawn us, Lord. And brought us out. And brought us into your grace. And made us your children. Made us the cold ones. That we may be justified. That we may be given glory. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For loving us. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. Thank you for your grace, Lord. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him in your own words. Tell him thank you, Lord. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your goodness. Those that have been not right. you making them right. In worship. There is a breaking of chains. Chains are broken. As you worship him. Spirit and truth. Leave this service tonight when there is something changed in you and there are chains that have been broken and there is a revival in your heart and in your life. My Father, we thank you. I dedicate every soul that is here tonight into your hands, Lord. Give them your grace. Probably there are those that have had battles. Had battles. Fight for them. Lord. Fight for them, Lord. Probably there are demons that have attacked them in their homes. That have attacked their lives. Fight for them, Lord. You are the Lord, the mighty warrior, and the one who gives us victory. Give us victory, Lord. As we leave this place, Lord, let your blessings go with us. And as we give, Lord, bless them that are going to give. Be with us until we meet. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let us sing, Victory is mine, Victory is mine. We give our offerings as we go. Amen. Amen. Our next service will be on Friday. Friday at uh, 10 p.m. Victory is mine. If you can stand, that's fine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I
disasters My, 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 my Jesus Jesus is my Savior day by day. Oh, my, 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 hallelujah. Jesus is my Dismissing Jesus. Jesus, Jesus is my 